What happens when you take two very opinionated and very passionate ladies and you combine them with Oklahoma football? What do you get? You get talk sporty. Yeah, you Hello, do. Hello, Sean. Hey, How Dana. are you? I am okay. How are you? All right. Uh, I know you've got another big game tonight <laughs> that we've got to do our podcasting and get finished so mm-hmm. you can watch another game. Do you want to tell the the listeners about it? Yeah. um, I'm all about the Rangers, baby. All (laughs) about the Rangers. So um, game seven tonight. We have not lost a game so far in Houston. So hoping it holds. Actually, neither team has won a home game. So hoping it holds tonight and hoping Houston's home field advantage works in our favor. I know that's been crazy. It's yeah. been just the opposite of what you would expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. You need Garcia. Isn't it Garcia? Yes. And that has Garcia. he needs to hit another home run, like another a, grand slam, grand like slam. Last night. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Ha, so have you watched any of it? Just a little bit. I watched a little Friday night okay. and thought the Rangers are going to pull it out. Yes. And then I know. And, and then they, they didn't. didn't. They didn't. But so they did sad. at least get the guy the the. Uh, pitcher got ejected for the Astros for but a, okay it, Garcia's so the pitcher got ejected but he got to pitch he pitched last night he's a reliever he pitched last oh night no because he appealed and they didn't listen to the appeal until today and then today they came down and they upheld the two-game suspension and it will take place in 2024 so it he gets to pitch. He get if they go to the World Series, he gets to pitch. That's no oh, that's kind ridiculous. of punishment, isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I that's mean, no punishment at all. Exactly means nothing. Means nothing. So today I was looking through my Facebook memories, and on my Facebook because I like to do that, like to see what my kids were doing, you know, whenever. Um, that kind of thing. And it's really fun this time of year, too, to see what I was thinking about different things about college football, because anybody who's Facebook friends with me knows that most of my posts have to do with sports, either the Olympics or college football, or right now, like I said, I'm all about the Rangers. So my Facebook memory from October 23rd, 2021, I will read it to you and tell me if this doesn't seem like it's applicable to another team right now. So I said, I try not to criticize and blast college athletes too much. Truthfully, they're just kids and don't get paid for this until recently. But let's just say the OU coaching staff phoned that one in. And kudos to KU for playing with heart and gusto. But seriously, did the coaches just give the team a week off? Maybe they need to quit listening to hype and rankings and figure out what they, the fully formed adults, need to do to address the slow starts, stupid penalties, and lackluster effort. How about we somehow quit worrying about the transfer portal and NIL? And coach, let your players do what they are good at, in parentheses, Caleb being a running threat, and determine how you are going to fix the D. I don't want to hear about speed D. That is a joke. Put these kids in the best position to win. 
If that means being tough in practice and when they make stupid offsides and false start mistakes, be tough on them. If they leave or that isn't in their character, so be it. I'm not saying coaches should treat every player the same. They should know their players and how to help them become the best versions of themselves. Some players may have a confidence issue right now. I get that. But what I saw today was on the coaches 100%. So Dana, I was just reading. So I was just reading. This is my Facebook memory from October 23rd, 2021. And I know you didn't get to hear all of it, but that's okay. And everybody in podcast land did. But basically, I it was after the KU game. That was... Um, Caleb was starting. Yes. They lost. And we barely won the game. Did we barely win or did we lose? Didn't we win it with him kind of doing that handoff past the line of scrimmage? He pushed the running back over the line to get a first down. Okay. I think that was that game. But anyway, and I was just talking about how I don't want to hear about Speed D. The coaches need to, you know, get their heads out of their butts and coach these kids don't let make the kids work hard in practice. Let Caleb do what Caleb's good at. Cause that was that game where they just had Caleb just stand in the pocket and he never ran and he's, he's, he's a running. And I'm like, I don't want to hear about speed D fix the D. But so today I look at this cause I like to look at back at my Facebook memories and see what the family was doing. And I'm like, Hmm, I have a feeling the Trojan fandom is maybe thinking the same thing this week. (laughs) You know they are. they are. Oh, Sean, there was a a thing in the LA Times. Um, There were several articles that I read about, Lincoln, you were supposed to win a Pac-12 championship. Mm -hmm. You were supposed to be a national contender. You were going to win the, you know, you were going to win it all. And you can't even beat Utah. (laughs) You barely beat Arizona State. Right. Come on. Mm -hmm. And you you continue to say that you're... um, Defensive coordinator is is great. He's, right. he's he's making it better. Well, it's not any better. It's not. They they gave the quote. Um, one of the articles mentioned that Lincoln now through two through one and a half seasons, and they had the number of games. I don't remember. Say twenty two games. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what the actual number is. That wouldn't be right because we, we haven't. He hadn't had twenty two seasons, but I mean twenty two games. But he's the same number of wins as his predecessor um, was at the same time who got fired for not winning enough, like 13 out of 20, maybe it was 13 wins out of 20 in this, in still not the right number. But um, anyway, they said he's got the exact same numbers as the predecessor that they fired. Okay. You know, the, the kid, they, the guy they fired um, halfway through the season. Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't think of his name right now. I can see him. Um, but they let him go, you know, midway in the season, kind of like right this time of year. Okay. Um, and they're like, so what's the difference? Yeah. Why, why do we still say he's great? <laughs> well, and, um, you know, they've got Caleb and Caleb is a talent. And, and I still, I'll turn it on and he'll do what Caleb does, but he, but then he doesn't, he still he can't win the game by himself, and so, you know, and he obviously doesn't have a great offensive line. It doesn't look like to me because Correct. he is 
boy, that guy's on the ground a lot. Under duress. Yes. He gets he gets sacked. He looks like he's getting beat up. And I saw I saw Teddy Lehman. I don't know. No, it was it wasn't Teddy. It was Dusty. Dusty Dvorak had um, retweeted something that Emmanuel Acho had posted, and Dusty said he didn't agree with it, and I don't either because Emmanuel said at this point in time Caleb should just quit playing. Why play? Yes, why play? You're not going to win a Pac-12 yeah. championship. You're not going to go to a good bowl game. You wouldn't play in it if you unless you you wouldn't play it. He wouldn't play in it anyway, right? Because he's saving it all for the pros. And I think that's horrible. I think that's horrible if, too. If they all do that, then mm-hmm. why are we even going to have bowl games? I know, I know. In fact, I was really disappointed because I I would not have expected that coming from Emmanuel Acho based on other things I've heard him say. I mean, um, I get that he stands to lose a lot of money. And and after what happened to, I guess it was Sam Bradford when he decided to come back and then he got hurt. Was it Sam? Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, gosh, poor guy. He just, you know, he lost – he lost a lot of money by coming back and getting, and then he got hurt. Um, so I'm like, okay, you know, I, I used to really, and this was before NIL and all the money, but I'd get so frustrated at guys who would bolt after, you know, their third year, partly because they, they do get scholarship money. And then I'm like, well, if you're going to leave, then you should at least have to pay back even just that year's scholarship because it kept somebody well, else from getting it. From you know, having it, your spot. And you make enough sense. money when you sign an NFL contract that you can pay back one year of scholarship money or whatever it is. But um, when that happened to Sam, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm never going to – I will understand better why why players do leave or don't play the next year because it is a lot of money. That being said, I think there should be some some level of team player and some level of desire to help your team out. I mean, it's and not have it be all about you. I mean, right. It's a team sport and it is. Caleb can't the do old- it without his team. And his team can't mm-hmm. do it without him. And to just say, oh, well, I'm not going to win the Heisman now. And we're not going to go to a great bowl game. So I'm just done. That That's a level of integrity I can't get behind. Well, Robin <laughs> or a lack of integrity. After, the, after our Saturday game and while we were watching the UCF game with Utah um, about how if they lose, which USC did, he may just say he's hurt. Well. Mm-hmm. That's he true. could easily say, oh, I'm injured, mm-hmm. oh, my throwing arm, oh, I've got to protect it, mm-hmm. which is essentially what he's doing if he quits playing altogether. Right. He's just protecting himself for the mm-hmm. um, for the draft. Right. But, you know, the other thing that he came out last week, his father came out and said yes. he wants to be able to own stock in, mm-hmm. the, in the NFL team that drafts him. He wants partial even ownership. Though that, yeah, even though um, there are rules that prohibit that, um, you cannot um, be a part owner in the team mm-hmm. that you play on. Yeah. Um, 
And I just thought, he doesn't get it. No. I, I really don't think he gets it. I think he thinks he's so much better or he, his skills are so far superior mm -hmm. to anybody else that he can demand things like that. Right. He can rewrite and, the rules. Right. And I, I, it reminds me of the, oh, who was the father that had the boys that played UCLA basketball? Um, oh, yes. Um, um, I know who, I know exactly who you're talking about. Cause the one went over there and when ball. he, ball. their last name was yeah. ball. And yes. when he was in Europe, you know, he broke those rules and then yeah. Doug got all, yeah. Well, look what's happened well, to them. The kid was playing at UCLA mm -hmm. and he was shoplifting or something. And so, yeah, he gets kicked off the team and dad's like, that's fine. We, we've got a shoe contract and, right. and, and, and they're not as big as stars as maybe they were coming out of high school into college. Right. Um, the same with Caleb. And I think he's got phenomenal talent. Mm hmm but I really haven't seen him grow any this year. Yeah, I agree um, with that. If anything, he's stagnant. Mm -hmm. And um, he's just looking for, you know, what he's going to do in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You can ask a lot of those quarterbacks. There's only one or two top-tier quarterbacks in the NFL. Yes. The other guys are starters, mm -hmm. but but they don't, they don't get to demand things like, no. I'm going to own part of the team. Yeah. Ask Baker about that. Right. Baker went into a team mm -hmm. that hadn't won two games in three years and he turns it around and they have a, a winning season or they win mm -hmm. six games yeah. the first year. Yeah. They didn't offer him mm -hmm. anything. They offered him the door. Yeah. Three years later, they're yeah. like, yeah, he took him to the playoffs and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, they sure didn't offer him ownership. Right. And then <laughs> another, you know, OU Heisman trophy winner, Kyler. I mean, granted he's hurt this year, he he made a lot of demands, and, and they've they've succumbed to them. But he hasn't really yet shown that he was worth those demands that he's made. Right, um, right. It, you got to put your money where your mouth yeah. is. <laughs> and and I think I I wonder. I don't necessarily think, but I wonder if some of these college football players see what athletes like LeBron can do um or you know kevin durant when they try to get a certain group of other guys around them right and they can kind of and say i want to play basically for this coach you know it it, it appears in pro basketball that players have a lot more pull than than they used to but how many guys are on the team it's not like football. Right. I mean, there's like 50 plus guys on a football roster. There's a right. They've, they've got to spread the money around a lot more. One guy, one guy in basketball can make a big difference in what happens with that team. One guy in football can make a difference. Baker made a difference, but he didn't make, right. he couldn't have done it without some of those receivers he had and without Nick Chubb and, you know, some of those old line guys, he couldn't yeah. have done what he did without the team around him. It's not apples to apples. And so I wonder sometimes if, if they think, Oh, well it, it's happening in basketball. So I'm going to rewrite the script in football. Well, Mr. Williams, it's not going to happen. Right, right. And I don't think, 
I don't think he comprehends what those teams, how much money is involved right. that the owners yes. have to own yeah. an NFL team. Mm-hmm. Billions. Yes. Billions. Yeah. Not millions, but billions. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that Caleb has several NIL deals. Well, he's on Subway. He's, you know, he's right. on TV, mm-hmm. on Subway commercials with Patrick Mahomes. Really? <laughs> College kid with Patrick Mahomes, a Super Bowl champ. Um, but they may be worth several million, but not billions. Mm-hmm. And that's what most of those NFL owners come from families that have that kind of money. Right. Those, those NFL, they're, they're worth that sort of money. So just a total, I just don't think he yeah. understands, I don't think he can fathom that. And those NFL owners, at least the one in Dallas, they're very, very protective of their <laughs> yes. money. Yes. You know? Yes. And they're... I don't think Jerry is going to give him any. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> He's not going to give me any. No. No, they are very protective of what they've got, and um, and they've they've got rookie deals in there for a reason because because uh, yes. rookies might be all that, and they might not. Right, you they know? sometimes choke. They, they yeah. don't look so good yeah. after they're you know after they leave college. Yes, goodness. So anyway, oh goodness. Well, we better talk a little OU UCF yes. football. Um, it was a nail biter to the bitter oh end goodness. to the last one minute and well, I guess one minute and change. <laughs> wow. Um, it was a two point game with one minute and sixteen seconds left. And then we still had to survive an onside kick. Yes. So yes, I I think I've had a good cardiac checkout. <laughs> I did not have any chest pain <laughs> during the game, oh, but gosh. I wasn't sure there for a while. Oh, Sean, it was just, it was exciting, but you don't want that kind of excitement. Right. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) remember at Texas, I texted you and said, I have a pit in my stomach. I, if I had been at this game, I'm, I'm kind of thankful that I had this, this (laughs) board of directors meeting because I would follow along a little bit, but I was occupied with what I was doing. And so I'm just like, I'm kind of glad I wasn't there. That just had to have been so very tense. And watching the game cast, because I'd look over at game cast every now and then, we weren't ever in control of that game. No, no, we weren't. Um, it, it was interesting. There, there were several UCF fans behind us. And they were um, loud. They weren't. They weren't really obnoxious, but of course, mm-hmm. when their team did well, they would clap mm-hmm. and and yay and that's good for UCF first down and, yeah. and all that kind of thing. Um, but you know, it's like they'll shut up here pretty soon. <laughs> they did not shut up. They they continued on throughout the entire game because their team was still looking okay. Yes, like they might pull out a big upset. Oh gosh. So, you know, their team, we didn't win the um, the coin toss. Okay. UCF did, but they decided to receive it. So they go three and out. They punt the mm-hmm. ball and we're like, okay, we're going to punish them. we em. go. Well, we go three and out. We punt. And Gavin Sawchuck was in there at running back. Oh, I saw they, that play on, yeah. I yes, watched he, the highlight he fumbled play. a snap, mm-hmm. a direct snap mm-hmm. to him. Um, well, the interesting thing was, we're all like, where's Tawi Walker? They had not... 
announced it until like an hour before the game About that Tawi suspension. was suspended. Yeah. Uh, you know, non-disclosed mm-hmm. something is all, you know, a personal reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still don't know to this day exactly what happened, but they had at least told the players, the players said we knew several hours before okay. kickoff that, that Tawi was not going to be playing. Okay. And so Sawchuck said, I knew I'd be starting. Mm-hmm. And um, then he fumbled that direct snap. Well, then they took out the running backs, Sean, and just had the that Jalil Farouk hang out in the backfield and play running back. Okay. But he doesn't know how to play running back. I mean, he's fast, but he... he You're right. I mean, every now and then he'll do a jet sweep or a wildcat. But yeah, he's not back there to play running back all the time. And also that's... Yeah. I mean, I know we use Marcus Major and have him catch the ball from the backfield, and so Jalil can do that. But Jalil is too good of a receiver, in my mind, to have him playing running back. Right. I agree. So we're watching it going, well, where's Tawi? Mm-hmm. And why are our wide receivers our running backs? We right. have Gavin Sawchuck. We have Marcus Major. Is Javante Barnes still injured? They keep saying why are he's we not- better. Yeah, why are we not seeing some of that? And it took most of the whole first quarter, maybe even into the second quarter. Then we kind of saw Sawchuck come back in, uh-huh. and he ran a little, and Marcus Major ran a little. I also heard that Major had a a shoulder, a hurt shoulder from, I guess, from the OU Texas game. Okay. Because we had a bye last week, mm-hmm. but they said his shoulder was injured, and, and that's why he didn't get that many carries, and he didn't get the start. Okay. Um, anyway, it was just a, a funky looking offense mm-hmm. and Dylan was off on his, on his passes. I mean, he had great stats, but it it's like he and the receivers, they just weren't in sync. Right. They'd hit, he would hit them in the hands and they'd drop them mm-hmm. or he'd hit them and they needed to jump and it'd just go through their hands. Um, or, or they'd catch it and then they got tackled mm-hmm. hard enough that it, it squirted out. Okay. So, it was just, um, you could just tell they were a little off. Yeah. And so UCF punted, we punted, UCF punted, we get the ball back and we're like, okay, let's go make some points. We get down inside the 20, then lose a couple yards. It's a 30, 38 yard field goal. And we miss it. Missed it. It goes wide left. Yes. It's like, well, okay. I mean, he's, you know, Schmidt has, he has missed some field goals. It's okay. It's okay. Defense comes out. We hold him again. They end up punting and their punter, um, they had a, a, I think this was when they had a shank punt. Only went about 15 yards, 20 yards. I'm like, okay, great. We're right here, ready to score. We do go down and score a touchdown. Nick Anderson, wide open. He kind of gets behind his guy, wide open, uh, big seven points. You're like, okay, seven nothing. This okay. Uh They punt again, and we miss a third field goal. I mean, we miss a second field goal. Yeah, and this one he missed the other way. First quarter. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He kicks it to the right. It misses wide right. Yeah. Just barely. Like, if you, it looked like the, the, the ref standing under the right, um, facing it, the right, um, right. field goal pole had to look straight up and watch it. And it looks like it just barely missed, but it, it did miss. So first quarter's over and we're up seven to nothing. And all of the game has been played on our side. Okay. It's all been on our side of the 50, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Around the 30, 40, 20. Um, and, and, and you kind of go, well, well, it's okay. You know, 
we're we're all right. Yeah. Until the second quarter, and then we let them get a big running play. Mm-hmm. Again, it we changed ends, so it was on mm-hmm. our end. So <laughs> our end got a whole lot, a whole lot of action. <laughs> the north uh, end zone got a whole lot of action, um, and they scored. It's a tie game. It's like, wait a minute, what's this, going on? This shouldn't. Yeah, what's going on? And then they get three points. And uh, so they're up, you know, and it's kind of like we just never could. We just never, we just couldn't, we would shoot ourselves in the foot when we should have been making a play. Yeah. Um, Then, of course, I think we go up. Finally, we, I guess that makes it, um, they're, I guess they get another, I guess they get their long touchdown run when they're. um, Uh, When he kissed. When he kissed, kiss. yes, we did hold him. We did get a goal line stand in there. I'd forgotten about that. We got a goal line stand. That was the first touchdown that they scored. Okay. We they had a they had a um, run a run kind of one of those just right up the center. Mm-hmm. And Key Lawrence, it looks like it kind of looked like Woody Washington jumped in and and thought hey it's gonna be a run and it was and then the guy just takes off running down the middle mm-hmm. key lawrence ran him down on yeah, the one or two one. yard line yeah yeah and so we've got a goal line stand we hold him on first down we hold him on second down we hold him on third down and then canick jumps up and i guess he said something to one of their players he's excited there's a lot of emotion okay Several of the commentators have said that would not have been that there would not have been a flag thrown that on that in the OU Texas game, but at OU UCF it was more emotion than we were expecting. It got a flag. Okay. Um, they get a new brand new set of downs. You know, and 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 most most everybody was like, we've held them three times. They saw what we did to Texas. They'd probably kick a field goal there. It'd probably be a three point play instead of seven. They get a whole new set of downs okay. after Canick acts up like that. Okay. So they run it right. Their their little quarterback Plumley runs right up the middle. Yeah. Scores on the next on the next first down mm-hmm. uh, on the new set of downs. Okay. So now it's a tie game, and then they get the ball back and get a they kick a long field goal like yes 47, I saw it. long eight yards field goal, yeah. yeah. So they're ahead of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're up 10 to 7. Yeah. Then we score, equal it out. You know, I know I guess at that point is when we get our next touchdown. So we're, it's 14 to 10 at this point. And that was another beautiful Anderson pass. Mm-hmm. Nick just kind of wide open, you yeah. know, just it's like they're going to have to double team him. Right. I hope they don't. Yes. <laughs> some of the other teams are going to have to do mm-hmm. that. And then they run down and kick a field goal. Um, and so, or no, then they score again. And that was, that was when they ran down the field and blew kisses. They're on about the 30 yard line and blow kisses at Brent mm-hmm. Minables as they, as they run past him. And, um, there's a flag thrown in the end zone and we're all like, that was a live ball play. That's, that's a personal foul on a live ball. So it has to be, the penalty should be, should occur during the play. So the play is negated. I right. mean, you, you, you would lose 15 yards from the end zone. At least you'd have the ball on the 15 yard line. Um, but the ref they said it he thought ball, it right? happened in the end zone mm-hmm. and called it a dead ball foul. Yeah. And that's what Brent Venables, there was quite a bit of, uh, like there was a timeout called and Brent Venables was hot. He was out on the field. 
really um, mm-hmm. talking to the refs saying that this is wrong. He blew the kisses at the 30. You can go back and watch the replays mm-hmm. somewhere between the 20 and our 20 and 30 right. yard line mm-hmm. that he's blowing kisses. So he's 20 yards from the end zone. Um, I say kisses. He blew one kiss, but it's, it's obvious what he's doing. Um, so yeah, a dead ball foul then is just assessed on the next play, mm-hmm. which was their kickoff. So they did have to kick off from their 20 instead of their 35. So we got good, um, we had good field position and we were able to go down and kick a field goal and tie it, right. <laughs> tie it at yeah. halftime. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. So at least, you know, at halftime we breathe a sigh of relief. We're like, Hey, take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an even game. Um, and then we come out third quarter and D- Dylan throws an interception. I, yeah. I saw the interception too. Yeah. Although that's the way it wasn't, it, it, it bounced off Stoops hands, right? Yes. Yeah. It bounced off mm-hmm. his hands and like went straight mm-hmm. up in the air. And the receiver covering Stoops didn't catch it. Another mm-hmm. guy that was yeah. kind of playing zone mm-hmm. grabbed it. And they were able, we, we of course held them out of the end zone, but they kicked they another long field goal. Down and, yeah. Yeah. For another mm-hmm. 47 yard mm-hmm. or something crazy like that. They had long field goals. Yeah. And of course the guys, the UCF fans behind us were like, y'all need our kicker. And we're like, yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> we, we... How do we get him? How do we get him on our roster yeah. today? Okay. I also heard <laughs> his, I think his name's Boomer, their kicker. Yes, yes. So, he, so we do they need would him. Yell, I mean, yes, we do. Why would he go to UCF? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, they'd yell Boomer, and we thought they were making fun of <laughs> right. us for saying Boomer or sooner. You know, the crowd would yell that, and then we realized, oh, that's his name. That's his, that's name. his last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he looked great for them. He had a, then he had another field goal. That was all in the third quarter. So we're going into the start of the fourth quarter and, and we're behind mm-hmm. six points. It's 23 to 17. And we've really had no offense right. in, in the third quarter. The defense was able to keep them out of the end zone both times, but we've, we've had nothing. Mm-hmm. And so at least we take off and go score a touchdown and make it 24, 23. And that was the, the Drake Stoops pass, Yes, which, which that, that was, was quite thing. a throw. It was quite a throw. Quite a yes. throw. Stoops catches it and powers on into the end mm-hmm. zone. And, you know, we yell Stoops. And the UCF guys are like, why are you guys booing? booing. <laughs> and we're like, that's Bob Stoops, son. And, they're, and, and they said, it sounds like you're booing him. And I said, it does. But yeah. that's, that's, we yell that right. with Stoops. Yeah. So we're finally up. And um, then we get another little, um, another touchdown where, um, I, I don't know if you saw that one, but Sawchuck. Oh, I did gets see the that. Ball. Mm-hmm. that. The running run. game's finally mm-hmm. starting to churn. We're we're finally getting some yards, getting some yards, getting some yards. And then Sawchuck, there's just this big hole, mm-hmm. and he's running all alone. And then he just kind of slows down, and he's looking over mm-hmm. at the sidelines. Like, like, should I go or what not? What do I do? Mm-hmm. You know, and we're like, score! We're only up by one point. And you can see the UCF guy trying to come behind him, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just afraid he's going to punch the ball out. Right. Yeah. Ball's going to go through the end zone. It's oh going to be a touchback. You know, but, but he goes ahead and scores. Mm-hmm. Um, and our UCF friends behind us were like, why don't you go for two? That would make it, that would make it, um, you know, that would make you all up by, um, uh, you, that would make you up by nine, nine. 
And we said, well, we wouldn't get it. <laughs> we need to go for one and Just get us up one. by eight. Yeah, and being then up by eight is enough. Up. They'd have to go get Should a two-point conversion. So, yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, then there's just like three minutes left, yeah. and you're kind of like, we, we can hold them, we can hold them. Well, they had third and 15. Yes. You think third and, third 15. and 15, we're going to have this. <laughs> this is <laughs> Yes. And they get, a, uh, and he passed the ball across his yeah. body, all the way across the field, into the end zone, because that was their, like, great receiver, catches it, touchdown. Yeah. And we're not really, hardly even covered him, you know? Mm-hmm. He had had so long to to run and and throw. Yeah, it was disheartening. So at least Kendall Dolby, um, he was ready for the two-point He conversion. was, yeah. He said they had worked on that in practice. Okay. Um, because um, he said Venables had told them that um, Gus Malzahn kind of likes trick plays uh, and gadgets uh, they, and, and that sort of thing. The little bit I saw, they were doing, you know, like option and triple option kind of things and reverses. And yes. so they were doing they, a lot of that they kind ran of stuff. Two or three reverses that got them good yardage, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. 10 yards kind yeah. of thing. Um, and so Dolby said that, that Venables had, had had him practice it all week okay. and he called it stuffing. He called the play stuffing, quote unquote stuffing. And they practiced it all week. And Dolby said he watches the wide receiver who is um, Townsend. No, the wide receiver Hudson. He was covering Hudson, but he saw Townsend go into motion in the backfield. And he came up and kind of, he went into motion. He came back as a slot receiver right at pre-snap. And Dolby said, I knew what they were going to do. I knew they were going to pass the ball to Hudson and Hudson was going to throw it to Townsend. Okay. And so he said, I knew I had to cover that guy. Mm-hmm. And he said, I knew it was my moment to shine. And I, I, I fed on it and I followed him all the way and I grabbed him and I slung him down and he it was did. a tackle for loss. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Yeah. And he said, I know I was supposed to be covering the guy in the end zone, but I knew I had to stop him. Right. Well, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> thank goodness. At that point, I was um, sitting by one of my friends who's on the board of directors too. And a lot of these people are Aggies and they had, oh, a, they had a bye week. And so okay. she sees that I'm like looking at GameCast and, you know, I'd already told her how they'd scored and they were going for the two point conversion and, and they were t- talking about something and I go, please just give me 10 seconds and then, then I'll be with <laughs> you. <laughs> just 10 seconds to see if they get this two point conversion or not and see if I can just like relax and. So and then oh, yes. and and then they had an onside kick. Yes, so that that was a minute sixteen was the end. It was when they scored. They scored the touchdown UCF with one sixteen left. So they did the two point conversion and failed. So they kick off to us, and it's an onside kick, and the ball goes and touches Jaleel Farouk, and he tries to lay on it, and it squirts oh, out. No. And Stogner, big old Stogner, did exactly what he was supposed to do. He is he lays down on his side and grabs it up into his chest. Okay. And rolls over on his back with the ball kind of up in the air, but it kept the ball from squirting okay. out on the field. Yeah. 
And I'm watching it thinking, I think Stogger still got it, oh my but goodness. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, and so my my husband Robin's next to me. He's like, Stogner got it. Stogner Ooh. got it. And the guy next to me is like, Stogner got it. And I'm like, I got to see it in his hands. <laughs> and he stands up, you know, with okay. the ball in his hands and hands it to the ref. So then it's take a knee. But that, that was all within about, there's still like a minute to yeah. go. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh gosh. Crazy finish. And if they had if they had recovered it, who I knows? think I think we could have held him, but I don't know. And you and know, their I kicker really could kick. Know. Oh yeah, he was a great kicker. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, Whew. nobody left. The stadium was full. You couldn't get out. You yeah. couldn't get through the traffic. Okay. Um, which you know, and all the UCF people, you know, were like, Thank you guys for coming. We're glad you came uh-huh. and and they were like, oh, this was this will go down as one of the best games ever. And we're like, we didn't want it to. <laughs> right. That's not what we wanted. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, like we said last last week, any given Saturday, right? I mean, like yes. I said, Pitt had no business beating Louisville. Beating Louisville. But they did. Right. And, right. Um, you know, the one, a couple things. Well, I how th- did Virginia, how did Virginia beat um, North Carolina. Right. The Virginia's a one-win team, one and five right. on the year, yeah. and they beat Mac Brown. Make yeah, and Drake May. I mean, how? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I mean, this was this had all the makings of a trap game, right? Because you're right. We're coming off a bye week. We're coming off a super emotional win. We're playing a team had, with the worst record, and we had a big head. Because we'd been mm-hmm. told how great we were. Yeah. That, after the Texas game. We were playing Dylan's old team, right? Yes, so they're yes. going to be hyped up for that. Um, and it was homecoming. Yes. So, I mean, all these things just just set up for it's one of those trap games. And um, I was talking to a patient today, and they were just talking about how we barely won. And I'm like, yeah, but we won. I go, right. and it is right. hard to win every single week in college football. And every single week we see that there are uh-huh. teams that have no business beating somebody who beat them. So we won. I mean, we got out right. of it. You have to take it for a win. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Texas um, almost lost. Right. Texas was ahead. Weren't they ahead 21 to nothing at halftime? Yes. And um, they came no, back. No, not, they not by... at half. The, oh, okay. I, I think by half, Houston had actually, but they were ahead 21 to nothing. And then by half, Houston had either, I think they'd scored 14 points. I think. Oh, okay. okay. Like right at okay. the, right, they'd scored seven and then right before the half. But that may not be exactly right. It may have been right after half started. They they got the fourteen, but um, but yeah, and and that was all before Quinn Ewers got hurt. So, you know, some people look at that score and blame it on Quinn being hurt. But I mean, Houston started to where they were. They had Texas on the ropes even before Quinn got hurt. Right, he so, got hurt late, like mm-hmm, pretty late in the quarter, game. Right? right, pretty late in the game. That's yeah. what I understood. And he is going to be out four to six weeks. They're saying it's a. Oh, a, a I hadn't paid attention. I think they called AC it a joint? moderate sprain of his shoulder, but okay. I, it has to be his AC. Yeah, joint. Has, I mean it has yeah, to be right. 
Um, but they said probably out four to six weeks. Is it so his throwing asked, arm? I guess it's I think his so. throwing arm. Must yeah, be his throwing I, arm. I if think it's his so. other, he could probably come back sooner. Um, they asked who would get to play. Mm-hmm. And um, Sarkeesian said, well, we've got, you know, seven days to work on it. And okay. if if the game is tomorrow, it'll be our number two quarterback. Uh, Which is our week. Oh, oh, that's right. No, because he finished the game. Yes, that guy. Right, right. Yeah. He finished the game. He said, but at the end of a week, if if it's if Arch is playing better than Malik, then okay. um, it'll be Arch. It, it just depends on how they how well they do in practice. This okay, next week. interesting. And he left it up in the air like okay, that. yeah. All right. So interesting. It'll be interesting to it see. It will be interesting. Who does Texas play next week? I know. I think I'd look, mm. but I forgot. Anyway. Do they maybe K State or I mean K State or maybe I, I, BYU? Maybe it's BYU. Anyway, it whatever. Yeah, I I don't remember, but anyway, it it will be interesting. Mm-hmm. It will be. Yeah the the Big Twelve right now teams are so up and down, right? I mean TCU got killed this week, but then. I mean, TCU's right. super up and down. Oklahoma State looks like maybe they're finding something. I think they you are. Know. They seem to be stabilizing, which I'm. I'm. Um, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> they've they found a really good running back, that little Ollie Gordon kid. Nobody can stop him. Oh, okay. I haven't been and watching. You know, them. We. Yes, he's he's a sophomore. Um, and they just give him the ball, and he just he runs everywhere. Um, nobody can stop him. Oh. They cannot tackle him and pull him down. He's okay. having 200-yard games, that kind okay. of thing. Um, and then they're using Alan Bowman as their starting quarterback, who had been at Tech. Um, That's right. Yeah, I remember he had been at Tech. And so I, I do think he's probably a bit of a passer. He's, he said something about how, you know, he wants to try and look like he's going to run, but he he definitely is happy to give it to the running back to run. So right. anyway, they are kind of starting to gel and we play them two weeks from last Saturday. So we go to Kansas this coming Saturday, then we play OSU the next Saturday, and then we're back home what to play West Virginia. Okay. It's weird playing OSU earlier in the season. It is. Yes. I mean, I know it's not early in the season, but we're usually planning them around Thanksgiving. Right around Thanksgiving. So, yes, Texas plays BYU next week. And And BYU beat TCU. Mm -hmm. Yeah, killed them. Handily. Yes. It was, yeah, it was a a big game. Yeah. Yeah. So, I had also, have you looked at the Big 12 standings? Uh-uh. No, I haven't. They're kind of interesting. So we're the only undefeated team, obviously. And UCF. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Go sooner. <laughs> UCF and Cincinnati haven't won a conference game. Um, okay. But one, two, three, four, four teams are three and one in the conference. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're all kind of grouped together. Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Texas, and Kansas State. And then KU, BYU, West Virginia, Baylor now um, are two and two. So they haven't played as many games as like, or as many conference games as like TCU and Tech because TCU and Tech are two and three. So, okay. so those schools have won as many, but they haven't lost as many as they TCU and Tech. Many. Okay. So, um, but you know, lot, lots of bunching up. We're 
we're the only ones undefeated. But it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the season goes. And Kansas, they've been kind of looking good. And so they have, and there's talk their quarterback, their starting quarterback will be back. Um, he'll be able to play. I mean, because they, um, they did lose to Oklahoma State, but they lost by a touchdown. They beat okay. UCF way, I mean, 51 to 22. Oh, my word. I know. I don't even want to hear that. But then Texas killed them. (laughs) You know, Texas killed them. and um, Yeah, they beat them 30 points. Yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of strange. So it just seems like it's really hard to judge. I, I know Texas has the same record as a lot of those teams, but I think it's safe to say, especially when Quinn Ewers is out there, Texas is better, even though, you know, they're they're bunched up at three and one in the conference with a lot of these other schools, but besides that, everybody they 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 win and they lose and you can't tell you can't make predictions very well because you think oh this team's going to do this and they don't and Correct. Um, UCF hasn't won a conference game but they they but they were team. this they were this close to beating us you know. Oh yeah. So did yeah. they just find something recently and and Kansas that they're coming along and I don't know. It's going to be Right. It's it's hard it's hard to tell. It's going to be. Well, and I do think Plumley had had been injured with UCF. Their their QB Plumley had been oh, Okay. injured for the last several games. Like he didn't play in two or three of them and he tried to play last week against I guess did they play Kansas? Yes. A week before us. Yes. I think he tried to play the first quarter and then came off hobbling. Okay. It's a, a knee injury. Okay. Um, and so then they were like, he'll be he'll be fine against us. So he he may be quite a he may bring a lot to the team. Right. Right. Um, and make them better by yeah. being out there. Because he's definitely a little scrambler and a good little good I mean, little passer. I I just watched the you know, key plays on YouTube, like the thirty four key plays. And uh uh-huh. Boy, I mean, they they looked good, and it's like, of course, it's showing the best plays, you know, that UCF right. had. Um, but I don't know how much of that was our defense making them look good, or or what. Um, I did hear right. That, well, oh, go ahead. And our defense, well, uh, as far as like their stats with UCF. They're, they've got the number three rushing offense in the nation. They UCF average does? Uh-huh. Okay. They average 246 yards per game rushing, oh. rushing yards. Um, and then they're making over 400 yards total in a game. Like, I want to say closer to 500. And, and um, 246 of them are rushing. Okay. So OU held them to 150 yards rushing. Okay. Well, so, so we, we just- held them a hundred yards shorter than their average. Right. But the 150 rushing yards, two of them were two big plays. Those two big plays mm-hmm. in the second quarter where they, they got a run right up the middle and made 40 yards on one of them and made 50, 50 yards on another. So okay. close to a hundred yards of that was just two big plays, mm-hmm. but okay. they still made them, right. you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you go, well, that still counts against us. Yes. Um, so they finished the game with 398 total yards, but I think they've been 
averaging closer to 500 total okay. yards. So, um, but still really big in the some. rush. I, yeah. I did read that Ethan Downs had a really good game setting the edge well. Oh, yes. And that Trace Ford had a pretty good game too. I mean, that's yes, the one thing I've read that highlighted those two defensive yeah, players. The, the D line, um, one of the things I'd written down, the D line had, there were 13 total tackles for loss. In the oh, whole that's game, a lot. and the yeah. D line had seven and a half of them themselves. Okay. Two out of three of the sacks were Ethan Downs. Okay. Um, he um, go Weatherford Eagle Boy. Yes, and he had a tackle for loss, and he had six total tackles. Okay. On the game and three quarterback hurries, so <laughs> he was all over the field. Right. And then okay. Trace Ford, like you just mm-hmm. mentioned, he had two of five pass breakups, and they were on. Both of those occurred, one on a second down and one on a third down, that forced them to have to punt in the fourth oh, quarter. Okay. That allowed important. us to go down and score a touchdown oh. when we were behind. Yeah, Keep they were in. big plays. Okay. Yes, big plays from Trace Ford. All right. And the other, there, uh, Peyton Bowen came in. Yeah, our boy Peyton. In the fourth quarter. And he had a huge sack. I saw it that was, one too. Um, it was a great one. It was like an eight-yard loss, and it made UCF punt, and then that allowed Saw. We got the ball back, and Saw Chuck scored. Okay. That's when we went up by eight. Okay. Um, on that, on following that um, sack, and Peyton Bowen, he only played a little. They said he only had four or five snaps at the first of the game, and then he came in off the bench in the fourth quarter, and had this huge sack. Uh huh. And then he went back off the field and didn't play anymore. Hmm. And so. I said to my husband, why? Why? He's a star. Yes, he is a star. Why is he on the sidelines? But today then, Teddy Lehman and Gabe Eichard were talking about that he hobbled off the field. Okay. I didn't notice it. After the sack, Uh after the huge sack, they said he limped off the field, so he must not really be 100%. Okay. And that's why he probably didn't get very many snaps. Right. Okay. But I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah once so he they, was they out said there, they he... may be, there may be some injuries we don't know about. Right. But they're just kind of keeping quiet by running more players out there. Well, and of, at this time of year, you know, they're go- there's going to be those injuries. I mean, I think I've told you this before, but my son in high school, when he separated his AC joint and when he came back he did the other one and we were we we saw the orthopedic surgeon a lot I mean he had other injuries too um most thankfully most of them you know like his freshman and sophomore years but his orthopedic surgeon um who's primarily a shoulder guy who played football for USC and pitched for the Dodgers he, oh my goodness. Yeah. He told Josh one of those early times, he said, it's not when, it's not if you get hurt, but it's when you get hurt. And he goes, and it's not if you or can play. Hurt. He goes, well, I'm saying it all wrong, but he said basically, if you're going to play this sport, you will play hurt, even oh. in you know six A high school football. Because you will play hurt. He goes, so it's not if, but it's when, and then it's 
the if is if you can get on the field or not, or if you're hurt so badly that you have to stay off the field. He said, but you'll play hurt. You will be playing hurt. Oh, goodness. Okay. And, you know, I had so, never thought of it like so, that. But so college has to be like that, too. I remember last year I was listening to a podcast on the prairie, and I can't remember which game it was after. And Braden Willis was talking about, like, how many of his <laughs> fingers were, like, dislocated or broken. And he just, like, puts them back and tapes them up, you know, and, keep and, and keeps playing because that's what wow. you do, you know. And <laughs> I probably have well, you know, sprained ankle, strained knee, whatever. Tape it up, get out there, and keep playing. So you know, there's some things well, you can't we, do it with, but there's just you're, yeah, it's going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. Well, like like uh, Metower, you know, they said that mm-hmm. um, having him off his ankle for two weeks would be good, but they said he's been practicing some. This like this week prior to the game, he knew he wasn't going to play, but he's been practicing it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, wouldn't it be better to stay off it? But he's he kind of shrugs like it's no big deal. I'm fine. Well, Leave me alone. and I, <laughs> I think probably if you're going to have to play without it being a hundred percent, because ankles take forever to get better, yeah, that you might as well practice and get used to especially an O-line guy and the way they have to move laterally and stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe and, just and, practice and, and just know, it. okay, these are moves I can't make. So I'm going to adjust and, you know, this is what I can do to still try and get to the spot. I don't know. I'm just making assumptions, but um, <laughs> yeah. So hope- one other good thing mm-hmm. was that we found a punter. Luke oh. Elzinga mm-hmm. was our punter for the game. And he averaged 51.6 yards per punt. That's a lot. That's good. average. Now, he's yes. a transfer, right? Is he a transfer? I think so. Yeah, I think he is. Um, and this, they, one of the things that I read said that um, he his average of 51.6 yards per punt is 16 yards more than what we've been getting. So we've been averaging more like, 35 yards a pound. Oh, gosh. If you do the math. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, came, yeah. He came from Central Michigan. Central Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, yes. Yes. So, anyway, he looked good out good. there. Our kicker um, is perfect on PATs on the year. He's 37 to 37. Okay. But he's 9 to 13 from field goal. And he um, was 1 out of 3 for UCF. And mm-hmm. he missed... One at Texas or two mm-hmm. at Texas, um, so and and they had interviewed him and he said I I what coach is working with me about is every kick is independent of the kick prior so I can't think ooh I missed it last time or ooh I made it last time it's still independent but I'm just I'm just worried so it sounds like instead Very of talking worried. to the coach he needs to be talking to the sports psychologist. And and yes, he probably so. is actually, he may be. Yeah. but I mean, kickers, it's a head game, right? I mean, you see it in the NFL, some guy who's been the best kicker, like for all time, all of a sudden he misses one that should be a gimme and then he misses the next and the next and they and just the get in their it. head. Yeah. And, and then they're just, they can't do it. And then they can't do it. Yeah. And so, um, and when 
It's one thing if you miss really long ones, but it he's not that's not what he's doing. He's not missing right. 56 yard field goals. He's missing right. what should be 37. Mm-hmm. We're on the 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're on the 20. He's yeah. got to hit those. Yes. And we have had good field goal kickers, even when our team hasn't been as great. So, or good place kickers. And so I think we're not used to that either. We're not I, I used agree. to having somebody who. You know, but we want it to be a gimme. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, this three point. Oh, yes. no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Come on, Schmidt. You can do it. Yeah. Get you out of your head. Get you out of your head. Right. Get it out of your head. I know it's way easy, easy for me to sit here and say that I'm not the one having to try and kick and to try and think. I mean, I, talking about getting out of your head, like last night, when um, our our the Rangers closer went in Leclerc, and Friday night we we were up, and it's it's the last inning, and they they went up, they you know they won the game, and yeah. I'm like, how does he get that out of his head when he goes out there to pitch? And at one point last night. I think I I have this right. If not, it's pretty close. But the bases were loaded, and we only had either no outs or one out. And he's up there, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And (laughs) um, oh, my gosh. I think we had one out. And I'm just like, oh, no. And he he got out of the inning, thankfully. But how, how how do you get the night before, or the not the night before, but the game before, out yeah. of your head and then you you don't come out there and you're not you're not throwing you're strikes and you've got guys on the base some because they've walked and you know just whatever and how how do you think okay I am going to shut all this out and and just pitch and I I can get out of this any night or as a field goal kicker okay I know what I've done before but this is this is today's kick this right. is the kick in front of me. That's all I can control right now is the kick in front of me. All those other kicks don't matter. I can only control the kick in front of me. So let's go. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what he's got to get going. Yeah. So we need it. We need it to, mm-hmm. for sure to have a good um, end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Because that stuff can just get more and more important and sometimes that is what changes football games oh yeah yeah exactly one last quote that i that i really like this was from brent venables it was in his um post-game press conference he's he was talking about um the team got by we got a win Mm -hmm. this time last year it would have been a loss Mm -hmm. we lost a whole bunch of ball games by three points right and he's certain that that they could not have pulled it out but they definitely have learned to play better uh-huh. and believe in themselves mm-hmm. and when the going gets rough you know they they keep it up and yeah and they won the game yes but he said um I love going in on Mondays after a win and getting to yell at all my guys 
And we got a lot of yelling to do Monday. <laughs> oh, go Brent. I Isn't that great? It. Yes. <laughs> go Brent. I like to yell at them after a win. And we've got a lot of yelling to do. We've got a lot of yelling to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, that about does it, I think. Yes. The game this coming week's against Kansas. It's at 11 o'clock kick. And Again. I think it's on Fox. I do think yes, it's on it's Fox. The, it's their big noon Saturday game. The big noon Saturday. Yes. It's like, could you quit putting them at 11 o'clock? I know. I anyway. Know. Too early. So we need to we need to be supportive and yell. And it's going to be like 45 degrees or so. It's going to be a cooler game. Okay. I don't know about rain. I just saw the little, the little 45 degrees. Mm-hmm. So... It may just be overcast, but it's supposed to be raining here, so I don't know what. Oh, I haven't what's even going on looked ahead. It's funny because um, the other night is, I guess, it's Saturday night. Brett goes, "Yeah," he goes, "I'm not the biggest fan." He goes, "But I kind of want to be in Lawrence on Saturday." <laughs> yeah, we talked about we could go up, we could drive up there. Mm-hmm. It's not that far, and yeah. then I'm like. After I just lived through that game on Saturday, I don't know. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to Lawrence for a football game? Yeah. I never have. I have never been. Yeah. Huh? And I hear it's a great college town, and um, it probably would be a fun one. I I have to be um, in town because I'm, I'm on call this weekend. I don't have to go Dang. in as near as much as Dana okay. does, but I just have to be clo- clo- relatively close, close. by. Um, okay. I may not ever get called. I usually don't thankfully, but I do have to be around. And so I just looked at Brett and I go, I couldn't really go even if we wanted to, even if you'd say yes, you know, some, some weekends I'd say, okay, let's go. Because for Brett to say that is um, unusual, but it would be fun. But yeah, I'll just have to sit at home and watch it on Fox. Watch it on Fox. (laughs) Watch on Fox. I guess Joel Clatt will probably do it. So listen to Joel. Oh yeah, he probably will. Yeah, he probably will. Yeah. All right. Well, Boomer. Sooner. And let's get another win. Please. Saturday. Please, please, please. (laughs) Bye. Bye.